0: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit AFLEC.com to learn more.
1: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
2: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
1: Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
2: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
0: It's a Thursday. It's hour one. Come on in and stay a while. The gang's all here. Todd, Seton, Marvin, Paulie, yours truly. The BRGs, Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. 877 3DP Show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle the DP Show. Got a play of the day, stat of the day, poll question. Braves at the Phillies coming up later today. Broncos at the Chiefs tonight. And the Chiefs are only, in quotation marks, 10.5-point favorites with the game. Not sure about Travis Kelsey. I think uh, game-time decision. Uh, Taylor Swift, I think, is probable for the game. I'm not sure if Travis Kelsey is questionable. Um, I'm not going to report this. I'm just going to say sources close to me are expecting Taylor Swift at tonight's game. She's their good luck charm. The Kansas City Swifties. All right, so uh, Broncos at the Chiefs coming up tonight. We'll talk to our good buddy Joey Votto of the Reds. He'll stop by. Bijan Robinson, Falcons rookie running back. He will join us as well. All right, some of the uh, headlines. The uh, Phillies roll the Braves. Bryce Harper homers twice. So the Phillies up 2-1 in that series. The Astros close out the Twins. Diamondbacks sweep the Dodgers. You know, you start to look at the win totals this october by regular season wins you had the braves 104 wins they're a loss away from being eliminated baltimore had 101 wins swept in the alds los angeles dodgers 100 wins swept in the nlds tampa bay 99 wins swept in the wild card milwaukee 92 wins swept in the wild card houston and texas both with 90 wins They have advanced to face one another. Philly is one win away. They had 90 wins as well. And then you have the artist known as the Arizona Diamondbacks. 84 wins. And here they are in the NLCS. You know, you squeak by, you play playoff baseball. Uh, These other teams that had a lot of wins and had a little bit of a cushion, and you saw, and some teams are built for a short series, five or seven games. And other teams are built for the long haul. I always go back to the Seattle Mariners. When they had Ichiro, they won, what, 116 games? And they were unbelievable. But they weren't built for a short series. When you have two really good pitchers, that's when you're dangerous. Now, the Dodgers didn't have good pitching, starting pitching. They relied on their bullpen. Uh, Their bats let them down. So you combine that with a team that, you know, nobody gave him a chance. In fact, here is their uh, manager. Is it uh, Tori Lavello? You have the uh, sound from him, Marvin? Okay, here we go.
3: I'm just trying to slow down the moment to enjoy it and interpret it and just, and just let it register a little bit because I don't think anybody gave us a chance to be here. I don't think anybody gave us a chance to, to win the games that we've won against the teams that we had to play, and that's what I'm most proud of. They should be.
0: They did a great job getting them ready for the Dodgers. Here's Dave Roberts, the Dodgers manager.
2: The last two years, we've got outplayed in the postseason. And, you know, it doesn't matter if it was a seven-game series. You know, we lost the first three games. And so, um, for me, I've got to do a better job of, you know, figuring out a way to get our guys prepared for the postseason.
0: Yes, you do. The Dodgers have won 100 or more regular season games five times in the last seven years and have failed to win the World Series in any of those seasons. The franchise has won at least 100 regular season games 10 times in the World Series era and failed to win the World Series in all 10 of those seasons. Woo! I know there's a comparison with uh, the Braves, the Dodgers. And keep in mind, Atlanta never bailed on Bobby Cox. They kept him as their manager. Now, maybe they should have made a change. They were one for 14 in winning a World Series back then. And then you have these runs here where you have nothing to show for it. And people want answers. And then they want to point fingers. But I would start with, did you have enough pitching? And you had a pitcher who was in there last night who gave up 44 home runs during the regular season in Lance Lynn and then gave up four home runs in an inning. So there's a lot of questions. And I think if you're waiting to see the offseason, can you win the offseason and get Shohei Ohtani? Okay, that can smooth some things over, but you got to be ready for a short series. Maybe it doesn't make sense. It's not fair. 162 games. We put up 100 wins, and then it's a best of five. Okay? It's a best of five. You get three of the five games at home you couldn't even get back home. As much as we want to say, oh, well, Baltimore, it's not fair to them. Well, yeah, it is. You know, the Diamondbacks, they lost their last four games of the regular season. I mean, they barely squeaked in. And Torrey Lavello is right. Nobody gave him a chance because there was no reason really to give him a chance except for a slight chance, right? But they ended up winning. Sometimes teams get in and there's no pressure. Dodgers have a lot of pressure every year. Yankees, a lot of pressure every year. That comes with the territory. That comes with tradition. That comes with these paychecks here. And you saw that. With the Dodgers, didn't have enough pitching. And the Diamondbacks set the tone when they roughed up Clayton Kershaw. They didn't care who was on the mound. And frankly, it didn't matter as far as the starting pitching. But the bullpen had been really good. There was only so much you could do. They got no hitting. But you have baseball coming up later on tonight. And I love the atmosphere at Philadelphia. It's fun. It's fun. And although we, we we kind of make it seem like Philadelphia is a small market. <laughs> it's Philadelphia. You're thinking that they're the little engine that could. Like, wow, those underdogs, they're incredible. It's Philadelphia. You know? But Bryce Harper last night, Bryce Harper was awesome. A couple of home runs, staring down some of the Braves. I love that as well. <laughs> it was good stuff. Um. Here's Bryce Harper on, uh, well, here's the question and his answer.
2: Was there there any motivation?
4: I mean, anytime anybody says something, right? I mean, that's what it's all
5: about. Did you enjoy staring him down? Yeah, I mean, I stared right at him.
0: (laughs) So he's staring down the shortstop center fielder. Apparently they had some things to say in the locker room, but they didn't know the things they were saying about Bryce Harper were on the record. And uh, Rice Harper was told about it prior to the start of the game. And uh, so he had a, had a little
6: vendetta there. Yes, Marvin. Did you see the Dion shirt? So I'm guessing now it's personal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he had a Dion shirt after the game under his flannel. By the way, sign up for the DP Show newsletter available at 6 Eastern. And uh, you'll get to find out when we're releasing our next batch of moonshine, pumpkin spiced maple. It's good stuff. Sign up. Go to danpatrick.com. Enter your email address in the box that slides out bottom right corner. Good to go. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick show. We'll come up with a poll question here. Phone calls are always welcome. And this first hour brought to you by the great folks at Discover Credit Cards. If you like using debit over credit, it's time you get rewarded. At least Discover Cashback Debit. That's what it's all about. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases. No fees, period. Check out the eligibility and terms at discover.com slash back debit. Discover bank. Member F T I C. Seton, what do you have for me?
7: I'm going to try something new today.
0: Ooh. What
7: a- Well, that can mean a lot of things here. It sure does. You're going to be professional. It sure does. Well, no. No more than I have been. Well prepared. Yeah. I mean, I've been trying. Okay. Uh, I haven't been tried to to be well prepared necessarily. We
0: give 110% 70% of the time. Yes. Yes, we do. Which is plenty. Yes, Yes, yes,
7: it is. Thank you, Todd. Quite a lot. Yeah. It's definitely Hall of Fame worthy. Okay, see. Uh, So Todd has submitted a bunch of poll Uh, questions. I'm going to read them, and I'm going to let Todd explain I'll let him do his commentary. Wait,
0: there needs to be interpretation of this?
7: No, but you know how, like, uh, you always have, like, oh, okay, Todd, I see what you're saying. You hate this. Like, his, his yeah. poll questions are actually commentary. Passive-aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm going to try and read them. Okay. Like, uh, this one's pretty uh, innocuous. <laughs> should the MLB Divisional Series be a best of seven, yes or no? Which is interesting because Todd hates yes and no poll questions. Mm. But should the Divisional Series in baseball be a best of seven game? Why aren't Seriously.
0: they? Didn't they used to be a best of seven? I thought they were. Yeah. When did they become go back to best of five and, and why? I'd be curious about that. Is it because they like three, five, seven? I don't know. I mean, it, it does give, you almost have to remind your audience that it's a best of five or a best of three because all of a sudden strategy plays an even larger role in a shorter series. Yes, Mark?
6: Divisional rounds always been best of five. Really? Yeah, I remember maybe 95 the Mariners beat the Yankees. Yankees won their first two, Mariners came back. Okay.
8: Yeah, I think we just added around with the wild card correct. And it like backed oh, it up. Oh, okay. But you know, what if Major League Baseball took advantage of this, I don't know if there's a push towards, oh, this is not fair, at at make it 7, garner the extra revenue and give the fans what they air quote want.
7: What what's not fair about it? I didn't say it's not fair. Yeah, no, no, no. but oh, I thought you just said that. That no people said it's not fair.
8: I bet you, when fan bases that maybe in their minds got screwed over because they're short series. These are some pretty heavy hitter fan bases. Maybe Major League Baseball could twist that into a money maker.
0: Well, they can, but are we going to change the rules because the Dodgers aren't in there and Atlanta might not be in there? These these teams got swept, got knocked out. Are we are we you know doing what the NBA did with the Pelicans and Zion Williamson? Uh, the top twelve teams get in, and they still didn't get in. I got. It. Are we manipulating this? Certain teams aren't built for a short series, and certain teams are built for the entire year. Yes, Ceden.
7: That's I don't understand the fairness part of it because if you're giving a team that's won say eighty four games the chance to play against a team that won a hundred and ten games or whatever. What's what's? How could you possibly be even more? How do we stack that even more to give you even more of a chance? And then it's a best of five series. You don't even have to win just this one game. You get, all you have to do is win the next three, and you can have your best pitcher twice in a series. How like much that. more fair can you possibly make it for teams that didn't win games? Plus,
0: the Diamondbacks didn't get any rest. When you think about it, they lost their last four games. If the Cubs, you know, don't throw up on their shoes then they're going to get into the playoffs. Diamondbacks got in playing bad baseball the last, you know, four games. They get in, there's no rest. Dodgers have had rest, you know, so's Atlanta. And this happens, you know? 5 games, 7 games. I saw John Smoltz saying, "Well, if the Orioles, you know, if they played uh, this series 10 times, it'd be different." I'd be like, "But they don't get to play it 10 times. It's only this series." But Look, five games, I like I like the drama. I like more drama. I like the excitement there, gamesmanship. I'm okay with a best of five. But sometimes we look at the end result and we're like, wait, that's not fair. Well, was it fair before the series started? Did anybody say, you know what? Uh, I don't have a problem with five games in the Dodgers series. It's the Dodgers lose, and now we have a problem with it. Get your team ready to play. Yes, Ton.
5: And Dave Roberts was very honest in the bite we played early. He said, "Hey, we lost the first three in a row. Meaning, does it, how much might, might it matter? Best of five or best of seven? They'd stuff to win the next four in a row based on the way they played the first three games."
0: Thank you, Todd. Welcome. All right. So Thursday night football, and uh, now I have the point spread at eleven now, according to DraftKings. It was ten and a half. Now it's up to eleven. I would have thought this would have been a thirteen-pointer, but. Kansas City is going to keep the Broncos in this game, right? It feels like. feels like that. But Kansas City never lets you win those games. They keep you in the games, but you don't win those games. Over-under is 47. I also have over-unders for Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson, passing numbers. Over-under for Patrick Mahomes, according to DraftKings. Marvin, I'm going to start with you.
7: 282
5: and a half. Paulie.
7: 307. Dodd. 256. I Seaton. 256
5: and a half. Ooh. 269 and a half. That was a nice job. We were right on it, Yeah, you
0: were. How about Russell Wilson Jr., the third? Who, by the way, has some good numbers. It's lost in all the mess that's going on there, but... It's not solely based on Rust, the reason why they're not playing well. Yes. He... You said Rust? Rust. Oh. Rust. rust Rustle oh, Wilson.
7: Dang. That's not fair.
0: Rustle Wilson, Jr., the third. Okay. <laughs> Over under passing yards tonight against the Chiefs. Todd? 237 and a half. Paulie? 260. Seton? 225. Marvin? 246. 2 19 and a half. Dang it. He's going to do it with his legs, not his arm tonight. They do have over under for Travis Kelsey at uh, 66 and a half receiving yards. And uh, the largest lead of the game. You can bet on this. You guys want to take a guess what DraftKings says? Over under largest lead of the game. I'm assuming they're talking by the Chiefs. Marvin, I'm going to start with you.
7: 13 and a half. Paulie. Seventeen. Seton. Ten and a half. Todd.
5: Fifteen and a half.
0: Seventeen and a half. That's insulting. Seventeen and a half.
5: About right, unfortunately.
0: Something weird's going to happen tonight. Yes, Todd.
5: I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen because i watch watched <laughs> these games. They te- the Denver Tees, you know, look like they may be making oh, okay, a little bit of a wait, Hold on,
0: hold on. Let me, let me uh, take a break here. I want to get ready for this. Something weird is going to happen tonight. Todd is going to tell me what I think is going to happen tonight. I will. And then we'll see if it happens. By the way, pie to the face
5: today? Maybe. Well, in, my, in my nice Nolan Ryan jersey? That's the day? I thought it was supposed to be yesterday.
0: Uh, Well, why didn't you do it yesterday?
5: Because uh, is, is it my place to remind yes. everybody to get a pie to yeah. the face?
0: Well, I... If you did that, then I wouldn't get a pie on your Nolan Ryan jersey. I know. Yesterday I was wearing
5: like a <laughs> pair of ratty sweatpants and a t shirt. I thought yesterday was the day. You're,
0: you, Todd, you could have picked the day. Now I you the day was picked. Now the caller pour- my
5: birthday October 11th. And was but like,
0: you, no, you thought you were going to get pie without getting the I pie. I knew I was going to be reminded at some point. Then you should have taken it yesterday.
5: I thought about saying, hey, I'm supposed to get a pie in the face today. But I'm like, why should that be incumbent upon me?
0: Because then you would have the outfit on that you wanted to get the pie. That is true,
5: which was my outfit yesterday. It was a pie-worthy outfit yesterday. I screwed that up, I guess.
0: Pie equals?
5: 3.14. Okay. Or 22 sevenths, if you wanted.
0: Thank you, Todd. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
2: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
0: There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So how do you take it to the next level? Sleep number smart beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust your movements. So you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed, only $1,599. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only to Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It was so sad. Joey Votto joined us, and he said prior to his last game with the Reds, he played this song 15 times and just started crying. Joey Votto, Reds first baseman, joining
4: us now. Where are you, Joey? Uh, I'm in Reykjavik. I think that's how you pronounce it, Iceland right now. I just landed actually a few hours ago, so you woke me up from, from my sleep why are you when i a wake-up call why, why i've never been i've never been and uh i wanted to make a stop for a few days i heard it's beautiful
0: okay so, uh, what do you think yeah. so far have you seen anything
4: cold wet <laughs> it's, it's, it's it is uh, i woke up this uh, excuse me i landed this morning it's pitch black outside so i have no idea what what it is but um i can't wait to explore i mean i love to i love to travel
0: Okay, just be careful when you when you take a car around Iceland. Um, just make sure that you're aware of black ice. Okay, will do. Yes, have you been? Uh, my family went twice, and uh, but they loved it, loved it, good. But they did. Uh, they hit a some black ice, and you know started spinning. Uh, so oh my, yeah. So just just be careful. I don't know what the temperatures are, but uh, just be, yes. just be aware of that.
4: Uh, have you been recognized be in uh, Reykjavik? No, I haven't, but I'll, I'll be sure to wear my, my uniform <laughs> out about when I go in. That would be funny. <laughs> if you just show up at the
0: bar with your full uniform on, have some uh, black, you know, you put the uh, black under your eye, that'd be good.
4: Hi, everyone. <laughs> 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 oh, it's uh, yeah, I, I'd i wear uh, Red's uniform, but um You know, if it's an astute fan, someone would be like, you don't even work for them right now. So Mm. how can you wear that uniform? Mm. Okay. Now, so you're not going to watch the baseball playoffs? Do you even care? I I knew I was going to speak to you this morning. So on the flight down, I watched highlights from every game. (laughs) So I had something to talk about because I thought nobody wants to keep hearing me, you know, uh, ask Taylor out, you know, through a third party or talk about you know, retirement stuff. I think that I speak baseball and I was hoping to do some baseball, you know, chatting with you. So I'd love to, I'd love to be, I'd love to do that with you. So,
0: okay. Did you get any feedback, first of all, with shooting your shot
4: with Taylor Swift? It's been a week. Yeah, I had a, I had uh, a few people basically laugh at me. Oh, so well, I, I, I got I, no feedback whatsoever. No. Okay.
0: What about to you playing the song Landslide? 15 times in a row and weeping before your last game. Did you get any sympathy? Any women reach out to you?
4: No, I, I felt like that was personal. I don't know why I shared that with you, to be honest. I was pretty <laughs> embarrassed afterwards. It was one of those moments where I was like, why did you share that? Why did you have to share that? You didn't have to share that. What are you doing? Especially, you know, I, I, the, the thing I noticed the most, the feedback I got the most was me saying I'm coming back and playing and uh i heard a lot about that through texts and through you know media and stuff like that so uh thank you for giving me an opportunity to share that publicly i didn't realize you your platform yeah. touched a few i you know so yeah uh yeah. <laughs> i have a big platform i know now i know now uh, did, I thought this was like a mom, 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 pop sh- operation. You know.
0: Did you flee to Iceland to get away from you know the questions about Taylor Swift or your future in baseball and being staying in
4: Cincinnati? Is that what you're doing? No, I. No, I, I, I flew here so I could throw my uniform on and test to see whether or not the Iceland market is for me. <laughs> you know, whether or not there's there's a draw here. So. Uh, not so much. Not so much.
0: Uh, the social scene is very good in Reykjavik. Just I've heard that.
4: Let you I've know. heard that. I heard the city's great. And the people look great. And, uh, excuse me. The people seem great friendly. I sat next to a woman on the plane last night, and she was telling me all about uh, what to go see. And, and so friendly. So friendly. So I look forward to it. All
0: right. Some baseball here. Uh, let me start with um, celebrating in the locker room with the goggles. Fritzy has a problem when you know just uh, Justin Verlander and the uh, Astros. He said they're soft because yes,
4: are they soft if you wear goggles during the celebration in the locker room? It, it, it depends on the team. I know when I was when I first came, came up, newly inducted Scott, uh, Hall of Famer Scott Rowland said, "Listen, buddy, if I catch you wearing those goggles during the celebration, we're going to have an issue," sort of thing. But I mean, now it's part of. You know, playoff celebration. It seems to me everybody's wearing goggles. So, Fritzy might be right. He may be old. He sounds like Fritzy's old school. Oh yeah, huh? very, yeah, very, very old school. Of course, yeah. Fritzy's old school. <laughs> what kind of question? I mean, how could I, <laughs> how could I miss that? But what one, about- of the Danettes, one of the Danets, one of the Danets, is that after planets? Is that Danettes planets? Like one of your guys is Mars. One's you know Uranus. Penis. Who who is Uranus? You know
0: that would be Todd. Uh, that that would Todd. that that would be tough. No, Reggie Miller named them the Danettes, and
2: uh, like the,
0: so, I he just called them the Danettes one day, and then people would say, well, "Don't you know that uh, that would mean they're women?" And I go, "I didn't give it that much." What does money. it matter?
4: What does it matter? It's one one of the Danettes. Yeah, Reggie's got a real personality on him. I met him. I met him a good a good bit ago. Yeah, good guy. Good guy.
0: Uh, did you care about the Astros when they were cheating?
4: You know, I was quoted saying I'd be surprised if they were the only one. Yeah. Um I I, I of, cu- of course you're aware of it. I don't know the depths to which they were or they were doing that. Um but I will say the se- the second that uh Manfred Robert Manfred laid down the 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 punishment, I've moved on completely. I'm am I'm a believer once once you've served time, once you've served a, pun- a punishment it's over. Same with the players, everybody involved. That's my take. But they didn't serve
0: any time. The only people who got punished were the manager and the GM. That's what I, I think. That's the problem with the Astros. If they right. served their time, they got suspended, uh, whatever it might be, then I think people would move on from it.
4: But if you, Are you like, saying specifically the players? Yes. Well, how do you know who's who? How do you know who benefited, who didn't? Are you saying the entire team, all all roster players throughout the entire season, even if it exceeds 40? Well, some players everybody cooperated. Has
0: to... players, players had immunity, so therefore they told the commissioner whatever, you know, you ask me a question, I'll give you an answer. There's no repercussions there. So we know that there was cheating because people paid a price. My point is they keep winning, and I keep saying, well, why did you cheat in the first place if you guys were this good? Did, were you ever aware of the Astros cheating during a game?
4: No, and I don't I, I don't know their players very well. We rarely play them in interleague. Yeah. Uh, we obviously don't play them during the regular season. We don't we weren't a strong team during that window. So he didn't match up in the playoffs. So it was almost like, you know, from another continent. And then when you hear all the reports and you see the commentary, that's when you peer, perk yours up and you ask the question, Oh, what's going on here? You know, is this is this ubiquitous, you know, among all the winning teams? Um, but as far as the players, I think I, I I don't know the investigation. I know so little about this subject, other than they were they were dinged, and a lot of people in the industry thought that yes, they were they were punished appropriately.
0: Talking to Joey Votto, are you still listed as the Reds' first? I mean, I don't even know how to introduce no. you. You just
4: I don't know how. I think I I don't know. I think my contract's uh, finished up November one. I think so. I'm still. The Reds' uh, first baseman uh, or a, a first base option. But
8: Paulie season's
0: would, done. So, would you check the Reds' official roster as
4: of this morning? Yeah, I got uh, that. Uh, that would hurt. That would hurt if I'm off. <laughs> what <laughs> that is
8: that is it? What, what, do you, what do you want to hear, Joey?
4: I want to hear the truth. Okay, and no, I still can't handle it.
8: I'm on the Reds' website and MLB's website. You're still listed as All uh, right. on the, on the All right. website.
4: How about yeah. that? Right. Yeah. yeah,
8: six two two twenty.
4: Yeah. Are you to no thirty, you know, COVID, <laughs> COVID. So my dog died at the very beginning of COVID. I used to go for multiple walks a day, and for like the last year or two, I've put on maybe five, seven pounds. And I realize now it's because I didn't. I'm not walking my dog anymore. Once, mm-hmm. twice a day, I'd walk for seventy five minutes or so. And I think over the years that I was two twenty two to two twenty seven, and now I'm like two twenty eight to two thirty two. So. I got it. I, My goal is to tighten up, get back down to close to 225.
0: Plus, if you want to meet a woman having a puppy, come on.
4: I know. It worked. It used to work. It worked.
0: <laughs> uh, explain to me the Dodgers. How does that happen? Yes.
4: Well, I think the five-game series is tough. And uh, before we go, I'd love to chat about the uh, RCA Harper uh, exchange, but – I think the five-game series is tough, and I think there's a reason why people get excited. Real baseball – I'm not saying real baseball fans, but there's so much randomness during the Major League playoffs, especially with the shorter series, the three-game series, the five-game series. So, you know, next thing you know, they're down 2 nothing, and they put up four homers in one inning, and it's like that's the sort of feeling – I remember in 2012, and I don't mean to go so far back, but we were playing the San Francisco Giants. We were up two games. two games after, you know, beating them in San Francisco, coming back to Cincinnati, and they came back and tied at 2-2. And in the second, third, fourth thing, Buster Posey had a grand slam in game five, and it just felt like, oh, we're about to, you know, that feeling of like, how do you come back from this? And I think that may have been the sensation, you know, four straight home runs, how do we come back from this sort of thing in such a short series? I'm, I'm sensing that's probably what happened. I don't know how much you can control in the playoffs.
0: The uh, Bryce Harper situation, so he gets doubled up the night before, and then all of a sudden hits a couple of home runs, and then stares down one of the players yeah. who kind of made fun of him a little bit in the in the locker room after the game. No,
4: no not kind of, and, and this is what I think baseball needs more of. I think we need these exchanges. First of all, Bryce is one of the more iconic players in our sport, obviously one of the better players in our sport, best players in our sport, two-time most valuable player. Orlando Garcia, if I'm not mistaken, started the All-Star game this year. So he's a successful player in his own right. And I think these exchanges between teams, uh, between stars, between players, I think will really – and tell that story, tell that story. Um, And that way we get to have those moments. And – you know, the photo of Harper looking back at Arcia. <laughs> I mean, how good is that for a, for a baseball fan? The big moments, you could sense, you could sense the anger. You know, I, I think, and I'm not going to minory here, but I think the average baseball fan wants to hear the, the anger, the emotion, the hatred, the spite. You know, I guarantee when Arcia and, and Harper step away from the field and the series is done, they gap each other up, handshake each other, and uh, come on, it's just competition, but... In competition, give us that context. Out of Boy Harper, way to go! You know he's kind of making fun of him. Way to run the bases. He hears it, and then all of a sudden he's like, "All right, you want to talk about me? Let me show you what I can do with this bat. Let me, let me, you know, put a dagger in this game, sort of thing." So Phillies are up two to one. I think just out of just out of spite—that was a spite win almost. What's that? So, sound- it'll be a great serious Don't play five. I bet you they play five.
0: What's that sound like when you're at first
4: base and somebody? Homer's sharp, like like sharp sounding. It's it's a distinct sound. If you put me behind the dugout where I can't see the game and I'm faced away from the game and I just listen to the game, I could tell you that's a flare foul ball, that's a pop up in the infield, and I'd be pretty darn close. And I could tell, I could tell for sure that I could tell the rockets for sure. It's hard to tell the homers because the the hard hit balls and the homers sound the same, but the distinct sound, and then you feel the the buildup of the crowd the, and then the 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 reaction afterwards. It's all one sound.
0: But there are certain players who have a different sound when they hit the base. I remember hearing Jock Peterson and the ball left his bat, and I went, That sounds different. Are yeah. there, are there guy like is there a sound from a, a player's bat that
4: like he's different than anybody else? I I I hit with peak, I hit with Josh Hamilton after he came off of the red, the red sign him before them even a minor league stint just that sound we were hitting in Sarasota Florida with these dud balls they were soaked and beaten up and that sound and there's only a few players that have that sound it's distinct you know when a, when a you know now you're Don Alvarez when a Bryce Harper when the when the judges hit the ball it's a it's a different sound, and then you can feel the heat off the off the barrel. You, you're watching for that ball because it's scary. So the sound off the bat, the sound of the ball traveling through there. You know, the more you play and the more you're close to the action, yes, there are some distinct sounds.
0: I think I can honestly say you're the best baseball analyst in Iceland
4: right now.
8: <laughs> yeah.
4: Wow. How about that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Dan. Wow. I appreciate. Yes, Jupiter, Saturn. Thank you, guys.
0: <laughs> the planets. <laughs> what is your plan for the rest of the day in Iceland?
4: Get up, get out. I, I, I hear. You know, I, I'm an older, I'm an older guy, and I gotta get in those thermal pools. You know, I gotta soak the aching bones. So, <laughs> uh, I'll probably get up and get out, and, and it's not a good hiking day. But I'd love to go for a walk here soon. Okay. Be careful. Definitely. Watch out for black ice. Yeah. How long are you there for? Um, a few days. What's this, 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 this too too much information, Dan? Let's let's keep you know. Oh, are you let's, gonna let's regret tell people where my co- let's not tell people where my coordinates are. Okay. You know it. it if I tell, if I say five, six days, all of a sudden it's going to be a crowd of Joey Bottle fans <laughs> looking for me in my uniform. You're nice. <laughs> By the okay, way, I got a question for you. Before, okay. before we go, is, is, is Pluto a planet? Is Pluto a Danette?
0: Uh, No. Uh, a, I, okay. Yeah, intern. Pluto is an intern. <laughs> okay. An, right, an intern. Good. If you play next year, you yes, have to promise this audience that Landslide will be your walk-up song.
4: I want Landslide to be the walk-out song I use on the last day of the season.
0: Oh, no, then you'll be crying. You'll be at the plate. Well, why, yeah.
4: why would I cry opening day? You're trying, <laughs> so I have to normalize it? I have to build up a callus to the song?
0: Yeah. Wait, you cry on opening
4: day? If I walked out to Fleetwood Mac's Landslide, yes. Okay. I just I like want, that I'm the best analyst in Iceland. By the way, thank you. <laughs> Good luck with that at the bar tonight. Thank you. <laughs> It'll work well. It could. You know, I am the big. I am the best ice uh, analyst in Iceland. Baseball. you yeah,
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. We say goodbye to Joey Votto. He may have played his last game. God, John Smoltz goes to Iceland. Joey Votto gets kicked down a notch as far as baseball analysts. Damn. Man. Once again, hey, it hits me. It hits me hard too, Joey. He cries after every appearance here on the Dan Patrick Show. Women love that. He's vulnerable. Even more in Iceland. They love that. That's Joey Votto former MVP. He actually won a gold glove. You know what? I should ask him for his gold glove. He's not
8: using that thing. Yeah, Paulie. <laughs> As we played Landslide and, and we went from you to Joey Votto, yeah. the director in back did a dissolve, like a soft dissolve to Joey <laughs> and I almost spit up my drink. It was so emotional. Look at
0: the big German doing some tricks oh, back there. What Hi. a move. Uh <sighs>
8: Joey's got his head down. In I know.
0: He's got his head in his hand. Crying over landslide. All right. We're going to take a break. Phone calls coming up. Bijan. You know, I think I may have seen. Can you check Paul Robinson? I think he wore number 18 for the Bengals. He was known as the Cactus Comet. I think Bijan Robinson is related to Paul Robinson, who I saw as a Cincinnati Bengal. We have about 45 minutes before B. joins us. But I think I saw maybe his uncle, great uncle. Yes, Todd.
5: I'm saying the grand uncle of Bijan Robinson is Paul Robinson.
0: Well, grand uncle. Well, how about that?
5: That's nicely done by you.
0: I was going to have people wait through the commercial break. Oh, and then, I blew it. But no. Thank you, Todd.
5: I was excited to get you that information quickly. That's my fault.
0: Mm, it's a real teacher's pet move. Yeah. Granduncle.
5: I got it before anybody else. Granduncle. Let's take
0: a break. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
3: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. Let's go places. I
0: got the odds to win the World Series. These are obviously early odds to win the World Series according to DraftKings. Your Astros are number one, followed by the Rangers, Phillies, Diamondbacks, and the Braves. reason why the Braves are down is because they're down 2-1 in that series. So their odds are worse than the Diamondbacks. All right. Uh, Bijan Robinson will join us as soon as he gets out of his uh, team meeting. And uh, in the meantime... There's this, uh, I don't know if it's a war that's going on, but I think it'll escalate, and that is field turf versus grass. Because the NFLPA wants to have grass, they know, and their players want to as well. Even though the commissioner tried to, you know, he might have been on ESPN and said, uh, you know, there are a lot of, uh, you know, players who like uh, turf. Okay, how about we just put it up for a vote? Whoever wins. Then we'll have uh, field turf for everybody or grass. He's just trying to, you know, protect the owners here because the owners want to have artificial turf because they have so many other um, outings, functions, events, concerts, less maintenance. That's why they want to have this. You know, and it takes a, a, a village to be able to preserve, make sure that turf looks good week in and week out, you know, with grass. You know, the field turf, if you're there and it looks good on TV as well. You know, growing up, I remember when the Raiders played at the Coliseum. I mean, it's the worst field that the NFL has ever had because you're playing football in a baseball field. So Dave Casper would get tackled in between, you know, second and third. And he'd be like, it just was odd. It never looked like it wasn't. It didn't have that tune in factor where you go, oh, my God, that looks great. Like the field looks great. the Colors look great. It was always like, damn, that baseball field terrible yes Paul.
6: and that seemed like the norm any team did every baseball team and football team share a stadium back in the you know the 70s 80s and 90s
0: well i think uh, the boston patriots when they were in boston uh they played at fenway uh i don't know how many seasons they played there but it just felt like hey we have a multi-purpose stadium and we're gonna get everything out of this that we can yes paulie
8: doesn't it feel like the nfl will present some type of uh research that says there's equal injuries on grass and field turf anything to kick it kick the can down the road for another year they always find those studies that prove that it could be either and then they don't have to do the you know cuz otherwise if it's if they do care about player safety and someone has a study that says field turf injuries are this compared to grass much less then they're hypocrites
0: yeah you know the owners have the money they're billionaires what's it cost to have you know a uh, natural grass there uh, I don't know, a couple of million dollars. But but they want to, you have concerts there, you have, you know, uh, truck races. I mean, there's so many things that you're going to have there. And they don't want to spend that money, that extra money. Can you get something that slides out and slides back in? Or, I don't know, just feels like, do you want to protect your players? And if you said to the owners, you want to protect your players or you want to make money from uh, having concerts here? They're going to take the money from the concerts. Because that's big business here, yeah, pulling
8: ESPN, uh, their business and one of their business analysts did like a, a breakdown of what it costs for turf, field turf versus grass, mm-hmm. and they said a natural grass field could cost a cold weather team, let's say it was the Vikings, the Bears, the Packers, two million to three million per year to maintain, including four million dollars each time it's completely replaced, which happens sometimes. A new field turf field costs about one point two five to one point five million dollars to install and maintain, mm-hmm. and you have to do it once every. You know, less than 10 years but it's probably about a 30 30 percent to 100 percent the cost it's, grass is way more expensive yeah but they have the money staffing all that stuff. yeah that's just the that's what the owners are thinking yeah well I know what the owners are thinking
0: <laughs> absolutely like no nope. uh, oh, we might lose a couple of players in the process uh, but they're not going to change not anytime soon. I mean, they fudged with the uh, concussion numbers for such a long period of time. So why am I taking them, you know, at face value, what they're saying about artificial
7: versus regular grass? Yes, Eden. I don't, maybe I don't understand finance or, or how money really works, but why can't billionaires afford that? <laughs> they want somebody else to pay for it. Yeah. Well, no, I know that. I know that. That's how they became billionaires. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I get that. I don't understand why that's like accepted, though. Like they're the people who are hoarding all of the money why don't you, since you didn't pay for your stadium, why don't you at least pay for the field? The commissioner works for the owners. He's a mouthpiece for them. Yeah. And when he says,
0: oh, you know, there's uh, studies that show that uh, you know, artificial turf, a lot of players
7: like that. I would just say to the commissioner, let's put it to a vote. But isn't it like, it's almost like that fans have like, is it Stockholm syndrome or something where it's like, <laughs> they can't do it either. What are you crazy? I can't ask my owner to pay for that stuff. <laughs> Like that, like we sit here being like, but they're billionaires. They can't afford that. I mean, I want my team to survive. <laughs> uh, like, what do you mean they can't afford it? Like, a billionaire can't afford a $2 million field when if they can't, who can? Yes, Paulie.
8: Could the NFL turn this around and when they make the decision, get like Lowe's or Home Depot as a presenting sponsor of it, get a multi million dollar sponsor, Scott's lawn care, all those big lawn care companies, mm-hmm. and make it a, a thing where they say, you, we are going to listen to the players, but make it a moneymaker for the entire league with big sponsorships.
0: I guess
8: they the, always find a way, but
0: the owners don't want to mess up the, Hey, we got the Taylor Swift concert coming in and Beyonce's coming in and Springsteen's coming in. And it's so easy to be able to you know swap out things without worrying about the football field. Cause sometimes you'll have a, a game and you'll go, huh? What event did they have? Oh, they had something before this. And then the field looks terrible. All right, uh, some phone calls in here. Dax in Charlotte. Hi, Dax.
7: Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, Just a Krabbenberg take here for the Sunday night football games. I know they do the player introductions for the offense and defense. Yeah. Uh, Just a couple weeks ago, uh, Jermaine Johnson did the last chance. You, most famously Terrell Suggs, did the ball so hard university. Is there any chance we can get a friend of the show maybe from the Bills or the Giants this weekend to jump Mm, the mm. the crap view? (laughs) All right. Well, thank you.
0: Oh, man. I don't know who we could get a hold of to see if they would say, you know, Josh Allen, Crappensburg State. Would be awesome. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe if you get an offensive lineman who says it quick enough, like Jimmy Lepper, Crappensburg State. And then you just go to the next one? That'd be great. They put up the U? No, no, you put up a C. big C? A yeah, big C. Crabbinsburg C. Yeah, yeah. It's like Miami has the U. We have the C. Yeah. C-U. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tony in Sarasota. Hi, Tony. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, Dan. And good morning, gentlemen. And and you too, Seton. <laughs> hey, nice, um, Dan, I'm calling today. Uh, n- not because I'm home sick. Uh, But I am taking a personal day because today is my birthday, Dan. All righty. How about that, Tony in Sarasota? Happy
7: Happy birthday. birthday. Happy Happy birthday.
4: birthday.
0: birthday.
7: Happy. You did it, Tony. Yeah.
8: First is uh, I should identify myself as a Crappensburg State insider. And um, I don't know if you heard this or not, but Coach Metamucil (laughs) was asked to uh, describe his team. And he said that they had the tenacity of a floater. They just won't go down.
0: All right. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Yeah,
3: Nailed
4: it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Brian in Pennsylvania. Hi, Brian. Good
2: morning, Dan and the Dan Ed and uh, Suck at Fritzy. Dan, I got a uh, proclamation for you. I actually live in Sharpsville, Pennsylvania. And I think I could get with the mayor and maybe we run a campaign where we drop the P and we take a D. And we make the day uh, February 2nd, so it's on Double Deuce Day.
0: All right. Well, I wouldn't mind a proclamation for this show. Crappensburg uh, State, absolutely. Uh, Bijan Robinson, I think, is set to join us here in a moment. See, and update the poll results. Our stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program.
7: Uh, Dan, who's had a more disciplined end to the season? Orioles, Dodgers, uh, Twins. Dodgers are still running away with that. Getting a little closer with the Orioles, but not too much though. He's Bijan
0: Robinson, Falcons running back. He's got the Commanders coming up at one o'clock. How would you
6: rate your rookie season so far? Um, man, I think it's been I think it's been pretty fun, man. I think it's been definitely a blessing, uh, especially like from what's going on. But I think it's headed towards the right track. I'm starting to get comfortable on the field, but it's, it's, it's definitely been a fun, a fun journey up to this point.
0: Are you a running back being fast or running back being quick? What's more important?
6: Um, I think, I think I can give you like them in both categories. Like, yes, it's going to be fast. So when you get past the second or the first level, you want to like have that breakaway speed. But then if you're quick, then you gotta, you gotta break tackles and, you know, find leverage and like when you use your quicks, then defenders are more hesitant to come and tackle you because they don't know what you're going to do. So I think both are obviously important, but sometimes if you're a super quick running back, then you can get your feet in the ground quick enough to get past the first level and second level. So,
0: uh, by the way, awesome. how'd you feel about your Longhorns against Oklahoma? Oh
6: my gosh, man. I was, I, you know, it was, it was definitely a, a tough one. Just cause I, you know, I know we we made some some mistakes that if we didn't make them, we would have won the game. But that last drive, I mean, they 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 went down the field, scored. I was hurt. It was it was a bad it was a bad day for me. Did you lose I, any
0: bets with teammates? Do you have any uh, teammates who went to Oklahoma?
6: I did not, because um, I don't think none of my teammates go to Oklahoma. But I did make a bet. You know, one of the guys here. Uh, you know, David. He 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 went to Oklahoma mm. um, years ago. So he, he gave me this real old Oklahoma jersey that I had to wear around the <laughs> facility yesterday. It was it was bad, man. I hated it. <laughs> uh,
0: what's been your welcome to the NFL moment where somebody hits you, where and it's like, whoa, that's a little different than uh, college.
6: Yeah, I'll say um, probably probably my first game. against the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers have a linebacker, uh, Luvu. And I was on a path protection, and he, you know, he just came and bull rushed me just as fast <laughs> as he can, as, as hard as he can. And like I picked it up, but I just felt all the power that he was bringing in that one hit. And I was like, all right, I've never felt this one before. <laughs> uh, but I'll say, like, that was probably the, the welcome to the NFL moment that I had. <laughs>
0: Are you watching the game tonight? Do you care about the Chiefs and Broncos?
6: Yeah. I mean, I, I watch it. I mean I'm a football fan so i I'll, I'll watch the game um you know see see what happens but you know we'll we'll see we'll see I think I think it's gonna be a good game tonight
0: uh, but but do you watch as a football player or can you watch as a fan?
6: I watch as a I watch as a fan okay that's how that's how I watch it obviously like as a football player, you'll critique some things yeah, but I'm just trying to watch it just for for the fun of the game for me.
0: He's Bijan Robinson, the Falcons' running back, the uh, eighth pick overall, and uh, got the Commanders on Sunday at uh, one Eastern. How was London?
6: London, that, that was a that was a fun trip. Obviously, like we want the win, uh, but I think that you know me just sightseeing and seeing all the historic things that are in London, like that was uh that was pretty special to, to be a part of that. And then especially like my family was there. So we got to do a lot of different things. Um, you know, my grandpa, he just seen his face when he, when we were at the palace and like all the, all the different people. And there's a lot of fans in London, which is, which is really cool. Like there's a lot of football fans. So, you know, I got to meet a lot of different people. Um, did you see that, Prince that I,
0: William? Did you see the king? Did you look for, you know, the royal family? W-
6: we were trying, so the flag, the flag was up. The flag was up on the palace so that, you know, when the flag's up, that means they're there. They're, they're there, yeah. yeah. So we were trying to, like, get a sneak peek, and somebody was, like, yelling, like, everybody watch out. Everybody watch out. But it was just, like, the, the cleaning, some cleaning person that was trying to go in there. So we were, we were like, all messed up, man. Like, we, we all thought we were going to see, but it's all good. But it was, a, it was a fun trip for sure.
0: Could you see playing full-time in London?
6: i I can I can because I think I think the fans really make the game you know a lot of fun and you know I think that it's a it's definitely something that you know soccer's been the main thing in in Europe, but when you got a football when you got a football fan base that can that can take over as well, I think it could be a, de- definitely be a full thing field turf versus grass yeah <laughs> um personally i like I like grass because it's i think it's just better for your knees um
0: but it feels totally. like you can trust your cuts because of the turf it's consistent whereas grass isn't so I, yeah I, I mean it feels like both
6: would benefit you a lot see I, we play on turf you know with, with the falcons um we practice on on grass so i think that i think that's a good thing just cuz like i get two different feels but a lot of a lot of turf it's all different. Like you go to different stadiums, it could be a different turf, it could be a different grass. So I think you just gotta get used to it, and that, that's why you do pregame um, to make different cuts, like in pregame, mm. to see if you if you can make a a longer cut or you, or you gotta make it a shortcut. So I just kind of just see how I feel before the game starts. But I mean, if I would prefer grass, you know, as a player, but I mean, if if it's turf, like you just gotta. Adapt and then go with it.
0: I grew up uh, in Cincinnati, and i okay. went I went to watch the Bengals. Yep. So, so Paul Robinson was,
6: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: He was. I think his nickname was the Cactus Comet, and I think his number was Cactus like eighteen. Comet. And didn't he go yep. to University of Arizona? I and it's he was different. rookie of the year. So I got to see. So is he your
6: great? Yeah, so that's that, uncle. That's my great, my great uncle. My great uncle. Paul, I got, uncle Paul. I got to see him play. That's that's incredible. You're the first person to ever tell me that you got to see him play.
0: Yeah. Well, nobody I, went to see the Bengals play, though, Bijan. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. But I just remember he was the cactus common, I think. And he the Cactus Comet. And and he had yeah. a he didn't have a running back number. I think it was eighteen. Paulie, is it 18? eighteen? Eighteen, yeah. Yeah.
6: Eighteen. Yes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a call and be like, you, you were the cactus comment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and
0: he was, he was great. It was just the Bengals weren't, but I just remember when, yeah. when he came in, it was like, Oh, all right. Bengals got a running back here. There we go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey. Um, hey, great to talk to you again and uh, yeah, absolutely. Ha- have fun against the commanders. Are you Thank worried you, about man. anybody on the defensive side of the ball with the
6: commanders? Um I mean I think they all got you know great players. Uh their D-line is really good. It, and, you're wearing Commanders colors by the way right now. Yeah so so this right here is my it's my, south, my uh high school back home South Point Catholic. It's my high school. Okay. But yes, I I think they got I think they got you know really good players. Are you um, the best so,
0: football player in the history of South Point?
6: <laughs> I mean a lot of people would say that. But, <laughs> well, who's you know, your we competition, Bijan? There's been, I mean, there's been a lot of great players there. Okay. A lot of great players. Okay. I mean, I know, I know I'm so, you know, super humble, but uh, I think I can give some of them a run for their money, Okay. I, I, I would say. All right. I would say. Well, fair
0: enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, are you in the Hall of Fame at your high school? Shoot. I hope so. What? The- Paul, <laughs> yeah. Paulie, what? is Bijan in the Hall of Fame in his
6: high school?
8: I'm always on the South Point website, and I don't see his name there for the South Point Sports Hall of Fame. Well,
6: in my defense, I just – that was like what three years ago when I when I played there? So I think they like Wait.
0: They got a wave. That's not a five year waiting period. <laughs> Shouldn't they? You rush for 7,000 yards in high school, right? Yes, sir. Hundred and something touchdowns. Yep. They put it's- you in at halftime of one of those games. <laughs> Be- like at as a sophomore, they put you in the Hall of Fame. What do you
6: what's going on there? Oh <laughs> hey. Is a way to get by this point? Seven thousand
0: yards. What's the most yards you ran for in a game?
6: Uh, four hundred and like eighty something. Yeah.
0: Why didn't you give your backup a chance? Why did you have to? Why do you got to halt? You're selfish.
6: That he 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 was in. He was in a a on. That was like <laughs> it was. I know it, it was uh, one of those games. You you could have just games. rushed
0: for a hundred and then let uh, the other guys like, have a chance,
6: <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: How many touchdowns did you know? Paul Robinson would have let the other guys run. How many touchdowns did you score in one game?
6: It was uh in one game six. Okay, six
0: see, just imagine that guy you went to school with. He didn't get a touchdown.
6: Uh, no, he did. Well, the guy behind me was he was really good. He went to he went to Hawaii.
0: Yeah, but the guy behind that guy behind that guy is walking around now in Arizona going, yeah, I never scored a touchdown <laughs> in high school because Bijan scored six. He was a ball hog
6: uh,
0: and not in the Hall of Fame. Now we know why you're not in the Hall of Fame.
6: Now we do. It's a shame. It's You know
0: a what? Shame. Yep, we're going to keep an eye on this story. I got <laughs> yeah. to figure this out. Uh, have fun against the Commanders. Once again, great yeah, to talk you. to you as always. Thank you, Bijan. Yeah, thank you. B. John Robinson, Falcons running back. What are the odds that I saw Paul, Paul Robinson play with the Bengals? Fabulous. Yeah, the
7: Cactus Comet. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.